For Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio. We're going to be talking about music today, but our goal on this show is to ponder all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. And before we begin, I want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode, Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, my very special guest today, I'm calling her a co-host because she is my own beloved daughter, Anna Crafty Pierce. Anna, welcome. Hi. Hi. I'm really happy to be here. Well, we have such and a I'm... fun topic, and it's so ironic, because if ever there was a person who could not carry a tune <laughs> in a bucket, it would be me. And I well, know you, you would claim that yourself, but you actually play the flute, so you're very musical. It took lots of practice, though, and, you know, you're not the only one in our family who can't. We managed to sing a lot in our family while still many of us not being particularly um, musically gifted. Enthusiastic <laughs> yes. is what we are. <laughs> That's like my friend who said, what you, make, what you, what you miss in, uh, uh, oh, I forgot what word he used, like what you didn't know, you made up for it in enthusiasm, and nowhere is that more true than dancing and music for me because I'm never on beat. <laughs> But anyway. Well, in the context of Christmas, I look forward every year to Christmas cards, and I'm bad at sending them out myself, so it's even more of an anticipation for me because I wonder who's going to leave me on their list, even though I didn't yeah. get around to sending them one. Yeah. And of all the ones I anticipate, one of the ones I look forward to the most is by a dear friend, and she, her personality comes through so much in the card that that's why I anticipate it because she'll tell a story and share her favorite things. And she just got married. So it's so sweet to me that she's sending a card of her and her new husband. Yeah. And this year on the back, there's a hymn. So I opened it and, and as I was driving, coming to do this podcast with you. And when I opened it and I realized that the whole theme of her card was, Oh, Holy night. I was just, it was perfect. Yeah. (laughs) And it's so the middle line, it's so beautiful, Mom. Read it to us. Let's uh, hear it. Well, the line that just stands out, I mean, it's, it's all of it's gorgeous, but the one that makes me just delight is, Long lay the world in sin and error pining. And I can just see, you know, dull gray clouds and, and the longing and the hopelessness and, and the looking forward to things. And then, till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Uh, Christ's exi- his very existence. It, it enables us to to know that we're valuable, and then the next, the very next sentence is just a short one: a thrill of hope. 
uh, I just I just love it. I want to so. sing, but I, I'm just not going to do that to our listening friends. <laughs> probably for the best. Maybe one, one week you could host someone who's actually a musician, and then you could have them sing. <laughs> I do have somebody in mind who's agreed to be on the show, and it'll Ooh. be a, not, a nice surprise in the future. Yeah, not for – I want some fun. But, yeah, that'll be a good show. Well, the reason we wanted to talk about this topic, we're going to call this one probably something like Raising Musical Children for the Musically Challenged Mom. And then we're going to do another episode, and I think I'm going to call it Music and Creative Joy at Christmas Time. So I want to talk a little bit about any you. You're an artist. I think it comes through even in the poem you picked with in your description of the the earth and gray clouds. And so your art, artistic, creative mind, gives you a special way of appreciating children and music together. And your children, we call them. So your greatest, what I was going to say is your greatest artistic project is your, really your kids. I mean, they're such a beautiful little creations that you and your husband have ushered into this world. And so, and now you they're get the only great, eternal project right now. All my paintings are not eternal. They're eternal. <laughs> well, and yes, oh, and they're so just, dear. they're so precious. I, of course, I'm their grandmother. So what can I say? But they do have these, what we call happy feet. And if you're ever around honest children, you'll see what I mean. They they get so excited that their little feet start bouncing up and down. And it, it is the sweetest thing. So I want to talk a little bit because one of the things as a mom that really frightened me a lot is I knew I was not musical. I'm, I'm a very visual person. I'm not real audio. And I knew that was a handicap, a, a real setback for me as a mother, especially when your sister came along and she, I could tell, was so audio. And I wanted you both to have the chance to, they say, you know, that musical experience will, it will trigger things in your brain and make you a smarter person, especially listening to classical music. So we listened to a lot of classical music. I wanted y'all to be as smart as you could be, but I, I felt very insecure and I did not quite know what to do as a mommy with no musical talent. So talk to me a little bit, like, what are some of your memories of of your childhood where I am? I am suffering in my insecurity, and yet here your perspective is so different. Well, okay, one of my first most vivid memories of music, like one of the most sustained memories from my childhood of consistent music is Ellen tapping. My sister, you you (laughs) never, I I mean, maybe you probably corrected her. She probably, she's a little kid, so she probably did it in moments that were inopportune. But in my head, you guys just let her be and let her be musical and let her tap on every single surface. I mean, it was, she was like a rhythm, a walking rhythm section when we were little. I can't tell you. I don't even remember that. And so we did not correct it, but but I would not have (laughs) dared correct things in you guys that I saw were God's gifts to you. So especially something like that, where I have no idea, good rhythm or bad rhythm. I keep waiting for her daughter to start tapping on things, truthfully. The yeah. minute she does, I'm just going to start giggling because it will be just evidence of, of my sister's DNA and my little niece. Yeah. Um, so that's one of my most consistent memories of music. But then um, I remember when, you know, when my brother was little and you would sing as a reward because while he himself is not particularly like he loves music and he's an enthusiast, but uh, he would tell you he wasn't musical. Um, he was, he loved it. And so you would, when he would do something that was good, you just make up a little rhyme, a little ditty on the spot to reward him. 
Oh, I remember that particularly with the potty. You had a you had a happy potty song, and any time he did what he was supposed to, he got Thank rewarded by singing with you. Thank you for not singing it. <laughs> You're really, welcome. I mean, there are a few, few things still we should not put on air. You know, I want to just say, I want to say this about about Ellen and her mothering. She she I think that's one reason she fell in love with her sweet little family. She has those uh, four older kids that are all very receptive and musical, and they dance. And I think I mean the God God just put her in the right place at the right moment to really. I mean, it's like he prepared a little nest for her that was perfect for her and for for everybody in that situation. So I, I just didn't want to forget to mention that, even though the, yeah. you know, I just think that's important to say. Since we're talking about our own family, that's a little bit, uh, it's a little tender for me. Um, okay, so in your also, right, uh-huh. in, the, in the context of will and, and rewards when he was young, um, and as a young a mom with young children, I think it was brilliant of you and really ahead of your time to use mu- music as a reward instead of like candy. Oh, that's interesting. So I didn't know that's what I was doing. <laughs> didn't know I was oh, doing it was, that. <laughs> I, was, I was what, 10 or 11 at the time? You were totally motivating him and rewarding him with noise oh, that's rather so than sugar, which is brilliant and it's free. I'm pretty sure we ate more than our share of sugar anyway, but um, I do like singing rewards because when good things happen, I do get really happy. And especially with small children, you can be musically impaired and still sing and nobody cares. So I love singing around small children. Oh, yeah, I like that. All the the grandparent names. All the grandparent names have chants that are somewhat. I mean, there's a little bit of a melody, but it's a melody that I, as a less musically inclined person, can hold. And then my children get very enthusiastic when we go to see the grandparents and they have something to, to invest their enthusiasm in, in the car. So basically, the or the all the, so I've heard some of these chants. And when you say yes. chant, I'm not sure people know what you mean. Basically, oh, Anna has everyone. like a little rhythm, like a hip hop rhythm that she says for every grandparent name. So all the grandparents have a little rhythm, like a hip hop thing. And it's so cute. I love mine. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me well, to do yours? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay, good. So <laughs> we go. Because your, your grandmother's name is Supergram. So we go. Uh, what is it? It's the charge one. Da-da-da-da. No, it's not da 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 It's um, Supergram. Supergram. Ba-da-da-da-da. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Thank you for that. And we reverse <laughs> it. So we go. Ba-da-da-da-da. Supergram. Um, because Thank- it makes sense for you. Because you're, you're so, you have so much spirit. Well, I really, I really love my name and I love my chant and I I know the others, we won't embarrass everybody by calling them out in public, but I will tell you, I love them all. And it is sweet when your children arrive to see us, they're always so prepped to be happy and to just engage with us because they've been thinking about it the way you give, you use that rhythm and that kind of musical tendency they have to really endear them their hearts toward their the elderly people in their family. So thank you. That's a sweet tip that other moms may want to pick up on. And I also I use like it also uh-huh. I use it also as a safety thing because in our world where you can't trust your children to just anyone, only the really trustworthy people have like it's just the grandparents who have songs like that or maybe like my so sweet awesome. brother. Um, want, we only have about a minute before we can you believe oh, we are already going to the break I know and we've got so much we want to talk about when we come back I want to talk a little bit about Henry Wadsworth Longfellow you're going to just oh, love yeah. 
I'm going to begin there. When we come back, we're going to talk about this song that he wrote. I didn't know he, I knew he was a poet, of course. I didn't realize he wrote songs. And we're going to talk a little bit about how you can encourage your children to love music and express their creativity. And we may even talk about bell ringing for the Salvation Army because we've been doing that as a family and we love doing that. So stay tuned with us, listening friends. We're so glad you could join this mother-daughter fest that Ann and I are having. And we want you to stay with us while we talk about truth with a Texas twang. We'll be right back. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door. And the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Welcome back. I'm talking to one of my favorite people in the whole universe, my daughter, Anna Craffy Pierce, And we're talking about hymns and music and helping our kids be musical when we're sort of, well, like me, musically challenged. And I did sing a solo in church one time, but that's its own story. I'll have to share that another time. (laughs) Um, I know it was such a disaster, believe me. But We all showed up for it. It was painful. It was lovely. But anyway, um, 
I just had, I'm so brave. Sometimes I do things that are really scary and maybe not too smart in that case. Anna, before we go, I want to talk a little bit about hymns because I have one pulled and a, a bit of a poem. And it's one of my favorite authors ever, as you know, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. But before I move on, we're always, when you and I are together on the show and you help me co host, I always mention your art. And I know you just put up a Facebook page and you're gearing up to do some fun things. You've been working, with, especially with the babies, you've been doing quite a bit of commission work that has kept you busy, but you're about to spin that off. Some great counselors have advised you ways to make your art available to people who maybe cannot afford to do commissions, And if I understand it correctly. So tell me real quickly, where can people find you on Facebook? I, If you find my personal Facebook page, my art site is linked, or Anna Crafty Art on Facebook and then spelled the same way as your last name. So that's easy if you're already listening to the podcast. And in the new year, I'm going to launch a website that a dear friend has worked up for me that is going to offer, um, oh goodness, what my brain is blank, monograms and oh. special commissions, special projects. And then also I, one of my favorite things that we put on there, I didn't even realize I was doing this, but I'm making fake artwork. Like, for example, when my sister got married, I made them a little image with a symbol, a bear and a sunflower that represented my sister and her new husband, and put the year that they got married underneath it and their names. And I have tons of those I've done over the years, but I I just didn't realize I was even doing it. So I'm excited. I'm hoping people will want me to paint their wedding bouquet or whatever represents them and their little baby and do, you know, commemorative keepsake little paintings for birthdays and different things. I'm very excited about that part. I am too. And I'm especially just wanting people, since we talk about how creative you are, I want them to be able to, I'm just so proud of how talented and your skill, you've developed so much skill over the years that I I just want it. I think it's fun for people to go look if they want to. So, and and I guess I need to do some kind of link for my page. So I'm going to spell our last name. You can find me at Kathy Craffy. C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. And I will figure out how to get a link on some kind of page that will send people to your stuff too, sweetie. But we haven't done it yet. In the meantime, I wanted our listening friends to know how to find you. Okay, so now we're moving on. So I'm flipping through today my beautiful hymnal, which I have sitting right here. You know, I collect hymnals. I've been I've been buying them at used bookstores because they were going out of style. And I and so I have a whole variety, but I brought one of my favorites to work with me today. And I was flipping through because I was looking for angels we have heard on high because your little two-year-old daughter sings Gloria. I love the way she she I love the way she sings that. But right across from it is I heard the bells on Christmas Day. And I looked down and there is Henry W. Longfellow. Now this is a standing joke in our house because I always thought his name was Henry Wordsworth Longfellow, which makes tons of sense. He wrote Paul Revere's Ride. Yeah, Paul Revere. Yeah, if it it were only true. Paul Revere. If his mother had known, she would have given him the name I chose for him. But uh, so there's, yeah, so there's Paul Revere's Ride. There's Evangeline. And of course, one of my favorite, Hiawatha. So obviously he has all this rhythm, which I don't have, but I tortured you children with these poems when you were children and you know uh, that i could still say them to say them to my children that's so funny they were infants 
Okay, yeah. so so I see that he's written this poem. So then, of course, I really pay attention. And here's why. I love hymns, and we sung them for years in our family, even when, when you kids were so little that you didn't know that I was messing up the hit, the tune. I just would sing them to you all every night before you went to bed. We'd pick two or three and go through them. Here are the, the third, but I love all the verses in every hymn. I think it's a poem, and you're only reading half of it when you just read the first, only sing the first uh, chapter or whatever you call that the first part. So here's the third and fourth verse of this. I heard the bells on Christmas day. Yeah. Uh, and in it, in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth. I said for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth. Goodwill to men. And I read that and I thought, man, if ever there was a poem more appropriate for the day we live in, this is it. So the sec the fourth verse says, like I know, I know it does. You can hear the he, horse. He's such a master of words. I can hear the other poems that he wrote. I know. And then the fourth one says, then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is mm. not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail. <laughs> the right prevail with peace on earth. Goodwill to men. Till ringing, singing hmm. on its way, the world revolved from night to day. A voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in my in my hymnal, the next thing that is there is from Isaiah 9, 6, which is in the Old Testament. And it is a prophet. If you're not familiar with Isaiah, then that is a prophet who's speaking. And here's what he wrote before Jesus ever entered this earth. The prophet Isaiah said this. We've heard it on Christmas cards. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Mm. Well, as you know, we love hymns at our house probably because I could never write anything this beautiful so tell me I know you brought a story about him so tell me a little bit about your thinking on him sweetie oh goodness well I got a couple of I was thinking holidays when we were talking about a December episode so I'm thankful for every single time you guys pulled out the hymnals or the copied <laughs> words or just made us get out in the middle of the road in the cold and sing whichever hymns we happen to know the words to and go caroling Oh. And I think we've gone caroling very nearly every Christmas since I was old enough to walk, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and I just, I love that. And it's such a consistent memory throughout my childhood. And and the years that we didn't go actually door to door, I have memories of being in other families' living rooms where because the adults were game and just sat down and said, okay, now we're going to sing. All the kids gathered around too. And the next thing you know, we were singing. And I love those memories. And I love them, too. And this too. year with the family, it was so sweet. Because the reason I like them is there's always somebody in their group that can actually carry the tune, which I think yes, is very helpful. <laughs> and for those people, it's kind of nice to honor them, especially when it's not the thing I, like, I know I don't do that well. So it is my privilege to thank them and really make a big deal out of having someone who can actually do that for our family. It really always blesses me. I really and love And there were so many... There were so many years where my sister organized a caroling party yes. for us. And I'm whoever yes. whoever's out there listening and they know they're the person who's the organizer of the group. Those are the people that I am so thankful for that get us all out the door and together on the same day so that we can 
have those sweet memories. And it's hard work on the holidays to get everyone in the same place. Yeah, and I just um, want to say, when you're organizing that, a lot of times people are groaning and moaning and complaining, yeah. and, that, and that is very discouraging. But if you're listening as a mom, just go ahead and make them do it. It's okay to be bossy this one time. Because, <laughs> you know, like your dad says, I'll take the blame now because it'll be credit later. And forgive those the mumblers one more year because I don't remember. I was probably a groaner. There was probably a year in junior high or high school where I moaned because, oh, my goodness, we're singing Christmas carols, and I just want to sit here like a bump on a log. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for the people who just forgave me one more time and pushed me out the door and said, oh, no, come on. We're going to do this. We're doing it as a family. We all do it together because we're family. And now I have that those consistent sweet memories of all of us together. It was whoever did that for me, I'm thankful for them. And I'm thankful for all the words I know to all these hymns that I'm now seeing mm-hmm. my children. They're so full of truth. Oh, me too. It's I love them so too. so sweet to sing these words over my kids every night. I try. I have kind of a tight rotation. I don't know if you've ever heard somebody talk about, you know, their meals their mom or their grandma cooked where they only had about 10 meals and they had a tight rotation of them. Yeah. I feel that way about my hymns. Periodically, <laughs> I have to get my hymnal out while, after my children are asleep and go, okay, which one am I going to sing tomorrow night? I'm, I'm, I seem to have caught a rut where I'm singing the same four hymns i need to i know i know more than four hymns i gotta pick a new one (laughs) we've only got about three minutes left on this episode i want to just share one confession because i think there might be a mom listening that would love this so we don't do this very well we're kind of like like there's nothing organized or it's mostly spontaneity we're known for not organization okay but one thing i did do every year when we knew we were going to be caroling i would I would Xerox a bunch of hymns, and I always stuck in one or two that were not Christmas carols, but they happen to be my favorite hymns. So Be Thou My Vision makes it in our Christmas carol list every year. (laughs) Well, if I was doing the copies, I was just singing this on the way in, Mom. I was singing Christmas carols as I was walking across the street, across Broadway, and then I started singing um, I Love to Tell the Story. And in my head, I thought, okay, if I was making the Christmas carol book this year, that one would totally go in. It definitely ought to be a Christmas carol. I don't know why it's not. Well, I just want to give any mom out there who is organizational and administrative and talented in that way the permission to spontaneously stick your own favorite hymn in there, even if it's not a Christmas carol. I want to read this one because we're going to get down to one minute, and then I'm gonna, so I'm gonna read a little poem and then pass it back to you, Anna. This is from "What Child Is This?" It's the third verse. So bring him incense, gold and myrrh. Come, peasant, king, to own him. The king of kings, salvation brings. Let loving hearts enthrone him. And that was sweet. It's just what you want for your kids, that their hearts would enthrone the king of kings. I love that. I, I just think music is one of the most beautiful gifts God gave us. And if you're ever wondered who said this, music is the universal language of mankind. That's a quote. And guess who said it? Henry, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. I know. I couldn't believe it. It was like the perfect episode. Is there anything else you want to say before we close out? I think I'm good, Mom. I love you. I love you, too. Okay, don't forget, you can find Anna Crafty Art on Facebook and in the on the web in the new year. And you can find me at Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. If you send me a message, I can certainly connect you with my beautiful daughter, so, so thank you for joining us. We want you to have a fabulous holiday into the new year. We want you to take the blessing of music, even if you're musically challenged as we are. So Truth with a Texas Twang spoken here. Thanks for being with us today. 
Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, fellow. Got in.